0: The lefty comes set and delivers, and that's drilled deep to left field. And you can't kiss that one goodbye. And Landry's Crawford boxes for Yuli Gurriel, a two-run homer, and it's two to one Astros. This is another Astros podcast.
1: Gurriel goes deep for the thirteenth time this year, and so that's now fourteen RBIs just on this home stand for Gurriel. He's red hot. Comes the one-two, breaking ball, got him. Strike three by Valdez. It's ninth. Nice. Strikeout of the ball game, probably ends his outing, retiring the last five, and keeps the Astros on top, five to two, as we go to the bottom of the
0: seventh. That's grounded softly, right side to his left. Gonzalez, the shortstop in the shift, throws to first, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros complete the sweep of the three-game series, defeating the Angels today by a final of six
1: to two. They're 16-4 and in September to keep the Oakland A's in their rearview mirror. Well, my guest today, in place of A.J. Hinch, it's going to be Tyler White. A.J., a little under the weather, so a little detained right now. So, Tyler, I wanted to catch up with you. Uh, We haven't talked in a little while, but uh, what a resurgence for you, man. This second half of the season has been big for you. Uh, You've solidified yourself now as a major leaguer. How does that feel?
2: Yeah, it's good. It's been—I uh, mean—it's been a work in progress over the last few years, uh, with some ups and downs, and uh, just trying to uh, come out and be a consistent player every day. And uh, just uh, like I've said a lot, I'm not trying to press, not trying to do too much. I think that's helped out a lot. Right. Just trying to help the team in whatever way I can. I think that's—that's uh, that's been more of the reason for the success.
1: And tell the folks about some of your background with your dad being a, a long-time baseball coach, and how you feel like that's helped you. Uh, progress as a professional
2: yeah I mean it was uh I came up he coached me from like uh travel ball and everything but he was also a high school coach so uh yeah. I think he helped me compete with older kids I would from the time I was fifth sixth grade I was going over to the high school team wow. and I would practice with them and obviously play in some of the like scrimmage games and stuff like that and uh how hard was he on you was he hard on you or was he
1: just kind of instructive or did you like the other ones
2: oh yeah he was uh probably worse on me it was uh <laughs> it was uh it was a good good relationship we uh we <coughs> we got after it on the baseball field a little bit we yeah. i mean there was times where we'd get into it and stuff just it was father son coach player at the same time so yeah. it makes it a little tough but yeah we uh I mean, it was uh, it was great. Uh, we'd get into it. We'd be out on the field by ourselves in the in the off season hitting, and he'd tell me to do something. and I'd be like, I'm doing it, and like obviously we'd Scream get in. I mean, we getting into it, and we're the only yeah. two out there. But yeah, I mean, it was it was like that until college, and uh, once in college, we got into it, and that was kind of the last time. I was like, you're not my coach anymore. You're you're my dad. So I you, yeah, y'all want you to be my dad. And since then, he's been he's been really good, and it's been. Uh, it's been good he's more of a he he still helps me out we still talk about hitting a lot and uh, well I mean we still argue about hitting a lot but it's 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 more of a it's a fun relationship now rather than the coach just coach to player relationship.
1: Hey I've heard the story that Mike Trout's dad used to throw in batting practice when he was growing up and even at a real young age he wouldn't swing at a pitch that wasn't a strike and his dad would get frustrated because he's out there wearing his arm out and Mike wouldn't swing at anything outside of the zone Were you kind of like that too because your your strike zone knowledge is is crazy good too
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I'm not I'm not like that at all. I I swing at everything in BP, and I've always have, and I've always felt like I can hit everything in BP. Yeah, but uh, I've always been a really uh, really patient hitter, even in like high school, college, and I think that's helped me to get where I am. But uh, yeah, I'm the opposite. I don't I swing at everything in BP, every pitch, and try to drive it. And then in the game, I kind of pick my spots and try to uh, hit hit strikes, which is like I said, it's helped me to get where I am.
1: You spent last last offseason in Houston. Uh, I want to ask you, what do you feel like uh, maybe that helped you coming into this season, uh, being around the ballpark, getting a chance to work out there? And, and also, what
2: do you think about Houston? You, you started to enjoy it? Yeah, I, I love Houston as a city. I live in Cyprus now, actually. I bought a house out there. And, uh yeah, I, I like the city. I mean, it's it's great. The only thing is the traffic a little bit, but no, I, I love the city. I love the uh, the feel of the city. I mean, it's uh, it's got the city feel, but also the, I mean, it, it it has the the small town feel of the people and everything. I feel like that's that's really cool. And uh, yeah, I love great food. It. Oh, good food. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's and I, I've really enjoyed the city since I've got here, and uh, yeah, I've actually stayed there since 2016. I've stayed every offseason in Houston and uh, kind of moving around and finally bought a house last year.
1: How's it going the offseason? Last thing, Tyler, you just show up at the ballpark and get your workouts in, get a chance to go hit in the cage. What else you do?
2: Yeah, I do both. I, uh, I work out Uh, not at the field some and then i go to the field some it's it's good to get away every once in a while and kind of do your own thing but yeah i enjoy going to the field uh, talking to some of the guys and just working with them as well it's a lot of fun and uh yeah i mean it's a, a great great staff every year to uh to help out and uh to learn from and that's uh it's a good thing to be around
1: All right, Tyler White, thanks a lot for catching up. Keep up the great work.
2: He
0: delivers. And Yuli hits this hard down the right field line. Ball is slicing toward the corner. Will it stay fair? It does! Just does curl inside the foul pole. And that's a grand slam for Yuli
1: Gurriel. And it's 4-0 Astros. Breaking ball, and that's hammered. Deep left field. That's got a chance, and it is out of here. The Houston Gurriel 6. Angels nothing. How about that? Two home runs for Yuli Guriel. And that's lifted in the shallow center for another base hit for Yuli.
0: That'll score White. Seven RBIs for Yuli Guriel as Barwin goes to second. And it's 7 nothing Astros. Welcome back. Robert Ford, pleased to be joined by Yuli Gurriel, Player of the Week in the American League this week after a great homestand. And uh, thanks also to uh, Ozzo Campbell, Special Assistant to the General Manager, who's translating for us in this interview. First of all, Yuli, congratulations on winning uh, Player of the Week this week. Uh, is this the? Do you feel like this is the best you've felt at the plate all season?
3: Yes, definitely.
4: I, I feel like this is... Been uh, one of my best weeks playing and being close. To, uh, really, the most thing, important thing for us is to make it to the postseason, and to qualify for uh, and to win the division. And that's what we're really focused on. Now, of course, this is a really special trip for you,
0: Yuli, here to Toronto. Uh, you get to see your brother, Lourdes Guriel plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. How special is it for you to get a chance to, to spend time with your brother? And when was the last time you guys saw each other?
3: Yeah,
4: the last time we saw each other was in February, in spring training. And to be able to, to do this and, and play against each other for the first time ever is really something very special to, to me and to us and to the entire family. How disappointed were you when the Astros played the Blue Jays in Houston
0: back in June and your brother got sent down right before the series, so you just missed out on a chance to see
3: him? Yeah, and
4: I definitely really wanted him to be there to play against him and the fact that we weren't able to do that, and didn't, it was unfortunate, but I'm happy that we're able to do it now.
0: How are your parents handling this series with the you 2 guys playing against each other. Are they having difficulty figuring out whether they're rooting for the Astros or Blue Jays this series?
3: Yeah, it's
4: very hard for them. So hard for them that they decide to go to Cuba and watch it from there. So, But they're going to be paying attention very closely, and it's really important for, for them and for us. And uh, I know that they're very proud of us, and we're really happy about that.
0: Now, your brother has been having a really good rookie season with the Toronto Blue Jays. Are there parts of his game that you see that remind you of, of your game?
3: Yeah, I always
4: thought that he had the talent to, to make it to this level and, uh, and the exciting part is that he's been able to do it so quickly and at really every part of the game in terms of uh, speed, in terms of power, in terms of hitting uh, and he's shown it and we're really happy for that. Now,
0: last question for you, Yuli. Uh, special night for you and your family on Friday as you hit two home runs for the Astros to help them win their game. Lord has hit two home runs uh, for the Blue Jays. Uh, were you paying attention and following along? When did you know that your brother was basically emulating you with what you were doing on the field?
3: Uh, I
4: had up to the moment updates with uh, with this game. and Now a ball is drilled by Guriel straightaway
0: center and gone up into the batter's eye in straightaway center field, number ten on the season for Guriel. Who
4: continues to impress, and it's now two to one. When he hit the, hump, the first one, everybody was telling me, players, coaches, trainers, they were telling me, he he hit one, so you got to do it. And then when he hit the second one, two,
0: straightaway center field. Myers on the run again at the warning track. Goodbye. The second homer of the night to straightaway center field for Lourdes Gurriel Jr.
4: It was the same. Like he hit another one. You have to do it. And so he put a little bit of pressure on me, but ha- happy that I was able to get it done and we were able to get it done together. All right, Yuli
0: Gurriel, thank you so much for joining us. And I'll actually say this in Spanish, certe this this series. Sego, sego. The Houston Astros Radio Network. And he
1: lifts this one. Left field. Arriba! Gurriel!
0: sparks Robert Ford whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before well they're getting to their feet now this is the Houston Astros radio network Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by a very special guest we're joined by Courtney Goodson who is the inaugural recipient of the Astros Foundation Jamie Hildreth Memorial Scholarship as Arcia grounds the first pitch up the middle to his left Bregman, fields it behind second, throws the first in time to get Arcia one pitch, one out. First of all, congratulations, Courtney, and thank thanks for joining so us. Thank you so
5: much, of course. Thank you for having me. This is a this is exciting. This is an exciting moment for me.
1: And Courtney, it's such a big moment for us because Jamie was so close to us. He right. was basically our boss, but he was more than that, he was our friend. Mm-hmm. And to be able to have a scholarship in his name is gonna mean a lot for us for for all these years to come. So there's a little pressure on you to be the first recipient. You,
5: you, right. you will willing
1: to
0: take that? I'm
5: willing to take All it. All right. That's what we like to hear.
0: So this scholarship, the Jamie Hillsworth Memorial Scholarship, going to a student attending uh, U of H and in the communications school, as that pitch misses outside to Marte, and you're graduating in May of 2019, Courtney. Yes. A bachelor's degree in organizational corporate communications with a minor in law, values, and policy. All right. Yes. You're going to have to explain what your plans are with this degree.
5: Exactly. Okay. So what's funny is that, you know, I know my major is corporate communications. Mm-hmm. But I've been in the sports journalism since I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Um, And it's a funny, a quick little funny story. Um, I actually, when I was in in the ninth grade at College Park High School – I was accidentally placed into an advanced journalist, broadcast journalism class. And so my mom, we, we talked about it, and she was like, just stay in it. You never know, because I was in a class with seniors, and wow. I'm a freshman in high school. And ever since then, I mean, it was it was history after that, because I enjoyed everything that I did. I was head of sports all four years as, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, you know. Um, and but I you enjoyed fell in it. love with it. I fell in love with it. I honestly did. So, I mean, um, that's, you know, like I said, I've been in sports journalism for so long. But when I um, graduated from high school, I was working at um, – a bmw dealership Uh and i kind of got the corporate taste of things you know and i was enjoying working in that corporate setting so for some reason i was like let me just get my it sound it sounded interesting interesting to me so that's what i ended up getting my major in but of course i'm still pursuing sports journalism so all
0: right jeffrey Marte grounds one foul he has a two-two count with one out three to one astros here in the in the top of the second inning and yeah you've been very accomplished and in in your your short career i guess i can call it a career (laughs) at this point even though you're you're still a student of all the things that that you've accomplished so far
1: what are you most proud of
5: um let's see that's a good question i mean as far as just what i'm most proud of i mean that's a good question because we were
1: looking at your resume and robert said before the broadcast that your resume made him feel like less of a person. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> I mean uh, what I would say I'm most proud of is just um really trying to um uh- Taking taking the initiative to really just do what I have to do to make myself known in this sports uh, sports industry sports field, um, you know I've had to whatever all the success that I've had so far very you know very little so far. Um, I've I've made, created that lane for myself. You know if I would have just sit at, sat at home and waited for an opportunity to you know come my way, you'll never get anywhere like that. So um, I you know I'm most proud of just being able to um, like I said take the initiative to do what I you know do what I have to do and to have done what I've done to get to where I am now. That's
0: That's fantastic. Swing and a miss by Marte as he goes down on strikes. First strikeout for Valdez and there are two outs for Caleb Coward with the Astros leading three to one. So, did you know about this scholarship? How did you find out that you were the recipient of the first ever...
5: Oh, I mean, so, I actually applied. So, okay. with Valencia, when you apply for a scholarship, mm-hmm. um, you're basically just applying for a scholarship within the Valencia School of Communications. So, you don't actually know what scholarship you're actually... Mm-hmm. Go- you're, you don't know okay. what you're going to get. So, I applied, and I was just praying for just anything, you know, sure any now. scholarship, you know, to help me out. And um, Dr. Northup, this director of School of Communications, um, I actually emailed him because it had been maybe three or four months after I had applied. And I was just wondering, you know, what about, you know, when we would find out if we got a scholarship or not? And he emailed me back. As soon as I emailed him back, he said, you don't know what scholarship you got? And I was like, no. So, you know, I emailed emailed him back and I said, no. He said, oh, you'll be getting an email, you know, you'll be getting an email shortly. So, I mean, not, I mean, shortly after, I get an email from the University of Houston saying that you're the first recipient of the Jamie Hildreth Memorial Scholarship. And so I was actually at my mom's job. I was up there with her that day, and um, I, as soon as I read that, I like. I- I was startled I didn't know what to do I text her she was in class and I was like mom you gotta stop what you're doing you gotta stop I gotta <laughs> tell you something I didn't want to te- text her and tell right. her but I needed to tell somebody immediately right. so I was like you gotta stop what you're doing so I met her halfway in the hallway of the, um, the college that she uh, teaches at and I said I got the scholarship and I mean I just I hugged her she hugged me it was just it was a special moment. moment it was a very emotional moment yeah. yes it was awesome
0: <laughs> Caleb Coward with a ground rule double down the right field line he's in scoring position It's a 1-0 count to Michael Hermosillo with the Astros on top of the Angels 3-1 as we're joined by Courtney Goodson, student at the University of Houston, slated to graduate next year. The 1-0 swing and a miss at a pitch down and in and uh, recipient of the inaugural Astros Foundation, Jamie Hildreth Memorial Scholarship. And uh, I don't know how much you've heard about Jamie Hildreth or how much you know, and it's great to have... Uh, his wife, Teresa, and his sons, Jeff and Shane, in the booth here today. And I know they've been accompanying you. But Jamie, someone who's very special to pretty much everybody in this booth and a lot of people with the Astros. So uh, we're really proud of you and really happy that you're getting this opportunity. You,
5: and I feel like I'm the lucky one. But, I mean, Jamie had to be one of the luckiest men on the planet because his family is so loving. Um, they've welcomed me um, since I've met them. Um, and for I'm sure he felt lucky because, I mean, they're just a lov- loving, comical – And fun family to be around. And also, yes. And so um, I know he had to feel lucky, especially here working with the Astros organization. I mean, everyone I've met so far, you all are great. Everyone is great. So I mean, I know he had to feel like a lucky person.
1: It he hey, certainly was. Yes. You went out on a limb today, so you're wearing high heels, and you <laughs> got to throw out the first pitch. You went to the top of the mound. I
5: sure did. And you
1: said you'd never thrown a baseball before in I your life. I have
5: never touched a baseball before, ever.
1: And you, and you one-hopped the, the catcher. It was Kyle Tucker down there uh, catching the first pitch, and you did it.
5: I did it. I mean, I was a little you're nervous. you not afraid. I'm not afraid. No, I played basketball, and I ran track in high school. Yep. Um, but I never, I've never, i never touched a baseball before until today. But that was a good feeling, though, yep. <laughs> one, in the heels.
0: 1-2, ground ball softly hit by Irma C coming on the field at Gurriel throws low to first but dug out by White and the inning is over as Coward is stranded at second. Well, Courtney Goodson, uh, recipient of the Astros Foundation, Jamie Hildreth Memorial Scholarship. Thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations to you, and really uh, good luck to you. We'll be keeping uh, following your career. Thank
5: you so much. Thank you.
0: Your home for the 2017 World Series champions.
5: And the Astros are 2017 World Series
1: champions.
0: The Houston Astros.
1: World Series champions.
3: Radio network. Who would have ever believed?